Preeti Chibber. And I'm Jen Northington. And this is Tar Valen or Bust, a Wheel of Time podcast. If we could stay with what is important, Nynaeve said tightly, such as Matt. <laughs> I let Preeti pick the quote this time. Because that that is the official Tar Valen or Bust tagline <laughs> moving forward. If we could stay with what is important, <laughs> namely Matt. <laughs> uh, so we are rereading the books in honor of the TV show adaptations release, talking about our favorite and not so favorite moments and digging into all things Wheel of Time. And today we are talking about A Crown of Swords, chapters 20 through 26. Uh, all right, some pre-discussion notes. Yeah, some housekeeping before we get into this. So this is your reminder that we have a new system for keeping the Discord up to date when you get your invitation uh, or your welcome email, rather, from Patreon. You also get a link to the Discord and to the form where you have to put in your Patreon email address and your Discord username so that we can know who is active and who is not. If you got kicked out of the Discord and it's wrong, please, please, please message us on Patreon. I did my best to do it thoughtfully, but it's really hard to match people up if you don't fill out the form. So this is me begging you all to fill out the form if you are a supporter. Please fill out the form. We want you in the Discord. I just can't tell if you don't fill out the form. Uh, So that's my note about that. Um, Also, you know, we haven't done a ton of content warnings for these episodes, but I think it's really important to say that chapter 26's discussion is going to include discussion of rape and suicidal thoughts. It's a rough chapter. It's going to be a rough section of this podcast. So when we get to chapter 26, which is the last chapter we're talking about, if you do not need that in your head right now, please skip it. Um, okay, so let's begin with <laughs> chapter 20, in which, as often is the case, I read the second word in this sentence, and out loud I went, ugh, <laughs> because we're with Savannah. Yeah. <laughs> somebody in the, speaking of the Discord, somebody made a con- comment recently about how, like, it's more often hate reading than not, and we were like, oh, I hope that's not true, because we really do I know. love things about this book but then I'm like well the very first chapter and the very last chapter (laughs) I think uh someone else in the discord said how reading these chapters um had them swinging wildly from like some favorite moments to like least favorite moments and I agree with that because I think also later on when we get to Matt there is a section that is maybe one of my favorite sequences in any of the books that we have reread so far right Mm -hmm. it's so good and it sort of like highlights what robert jordan can do so well which we're Mm. always going on about what we love about what he writes um but surprisingly it's not necessarily a battle scene unsurprisingly it is a matt scene (laughs) because he loves him he sure does (laughs) but for now and i will say like i made that sound but then i actually didn't hate this section at all i agree yeah it was um, uh it was a decent use of Savannah, I think. Right? Yeah. It, yeah. I think it's the most useful plot wise she's been in mm-hmm. a long time because her thread has been so repetitive. Yes. Um, so we are with Savannah and some of the wise ones post the horrific, horrific battle that happened. Right. They only have twenty thousand spears now instead of eighty or whatever it was. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> the numbers, whatever they are. Mm-hmm. <laughs> It's not that many, but it's still a shit ton of people. Still a lot. Um, 
And they don't know what Rand is doing because she's like, either he's not following us or he can't find us. Either one is fine with me. But so mm-hmm. they clearly have no idea what's going on. She's sort of like describing some of the wise ones around her. And there is this line that made me laugh about, she's like, Tion's round face paled. Madara would have been pretty if she was not so tall. And I was like, damn, why are you... <laughs> Why are you commenting on the way she looks? It's like really stood out to me as this yeah. like strange aside that Savannah had. And it's right. explicitly, I think, for a moment that happens later where it's, uh, what's his face? Samael. Mm. Um, so that she can say that he his height relative to Madara's height. Like, I think that is the exclusive reason that that line is in there. But I, was I like, honestly, not paying that much attention. I noted it like when I read it, I was like, this is weird. Why would he say this here? <laughs> um, it's a strange aside for him to, for her to have, but whatever. Here we are. Because the rest are just descriptive. They're yes. like thin mouth, like whatever. It's all mm. descriptive. That was like a weird moment about this woman <laughs> that he needed to talk about how tall she was in, which is also strange because the aisle are tall people. Yeah. yeah. Everything about it was weird. It's weird. It's weird. Um. So it's been two days since the battle and she's finally gonna fucking use that stupid cue. <laughs> <laughs> she's been we finally fall out, find out what the cube is it's not a stasis box i nope. was wrong as people informed me which is fine i'm wrong often um yeah she they know it's a terror angriel or they have figured out that it's a mm-hmm. terror angriel and he who the mysterious person who gave it to her told her how to use it so you yeah. have to like channel fire at this part and then at this other part yeah so she obviously savannah cannot use the power and right there's there's a lot of like sort of it's savannah so it's a lot of like i'm so good at this and i mm-hmm. wish i had this and i'm envious of this but it's actually really great this and also the isle are like this and wetlanders are like this like there's so right. much of that <laughs> in this section it's true um and so she's like and we see a little bit of the differences of the the wise ones who mm-hmm. are around her. There are some who are like they're all terrified. Yeah, but some are like holding on to that terror a little better than the others. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it, it feels like she's losing them, like sort of the the wise ones a little bit. But this might put her back mm-hmm. into some kind of position of real power because they're all like some of them are pushing back pretty intensely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 So there's a lot of discussion about like, you know, who is with her and who is, you know, she's losing control over and how annoyed she is with them and she's going to make them do what she wants and blah, blah, blah. So they, they do, they channel at the thing and the, the cube and the ones who can see are like, oh my God, it's doing a thing. Like, look what it's doing. It's doing this and that. And what if we do it differently? And what if we do this way? And somebody walks out of the, well, you no, know, no, first they oh, say. Oh yeah, that's right. You're right. It's, it's, it's like a phone. It's a phone. It's like a walkie talkie. Yeah. I was confused at first because I thought it summoned him directly, but no, you're right. First it's a magic walkie talkie. Yeah. It's a magic walkie talkie. And he says, 
there's a like one of the wise ones is like, I wonder what would happen if we touched it with fire elsewhere. Mm-hmm. And then a man's voice comes out of the air and is like, if you power it too much or the wrong way, it might melt. It could even <laughs> X. And then it cuts <laughs> off because everyone's like, the fuck? <laughs> and presumably they stop channeling into it. And they, yeah, presumably they stop channeling. Um, but Savannah knows the voice. It's mm-hmm. this person that she knows to be Kadar or yes. Kat, I don't know how to say it. It's C-A-D-D-A-R. Mm-hmm. Um, and she obviously this is uh, a forsaken. Like, yeah, obviously, obviously it's a forsaken. Which I was like, oh my god, can we stop giving them other names? Like, please, <laughs> please. At least it doesn't um, take for us long to find out who this is. Which one um, it is? Yeah, exactly. Uh, and so this man and this woman come out of the tree line. After he asks her, I yeah, write, yeah, they have write. a little bit of back and forth thing about like she's telling him where she'll meet him in ten days, and he's like, no, no, keep well, the connection he also open. I'll come to you. Asks her about Rand. Yes, right. Like the and, first thing he says, right. "Do you have Althor?" And she can tell that she can't lie to him, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and so she doesn't. Yeah, she's like, "No, we don't." But we should still, we should still chat, though. Right, we should talk. Um, and so he's like, "All right, I'm coming to you," and they're like, "What?" Uh, and he calls her girl and she gets really mad and I'm like you're so stupid (laughs) yeah so they and the rest of the wise ones are like arguing with her about it they don't want to keep doing it like what do we care we'll see some wetlander what if he can channel like this and that and the other thing but clearly one of them is still doing it they're still listening to her they're still listening to her, but they do say whatever he promised you, mm-hmm. it cannot be worth this, mm-hmm. which is wild where I'm like, you're, you don't even know what she was promised. Yeah. Like, why are you no, she going hasn't told them anything? Yeah, it doesn't. The, there's a lot of this section I found really confusing because, as you said, they are really pushing back against her, but they're, they, but they're, they're still, still doing, doing everything. It, so why are they doing it? Like, you know, I don't know. It's, it, it's counter to everything we supposedly know to be true about the wise ones but with no explanation as to why i mean i guess like these are the people she had murder somebody else with the power but like again how does that give like they're all mutually implicated in that so like why is she specifically in charge of anyway it doesn't matter i don't know so so yes, so Kadar and a woman show up and um they are wearing as we find out disguises. Um, yes. But yes, uh and so and Kadar she notes is very tall. Um and the woman is not tall and they're both described as like dark of face. There's a lot of other descriptions. I mean, it's funny cuz it's like we're this is all from Savannah's point of view and yeah. she's like, "Oh, that must be an eye Sedai, like blah yeah. blah." Um but it's so obvious like yeah. so obviously untrue that I'm yeah. like, why are you spending right so, so much time, much time mm-hmm. to like make like did you think you were gonna fool us, right. sir? You did right. not. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so they, uh, so yeah, so these two people show up, and um, one of the wise ones who can channel tell savannah like this woman is holding the power and so savannah's like okay sit next to me so you can tell me when she's channeling Mm -hmm. um and they introduce themselves with fake names mycia is the woman's name quote-unquote name which uh, well kadar says this is mycia and like mycia in quotes gets extremely pissed off yeah i don't understand but it comes back later it comes back later um 
and he pretends that he can control her. Mm-hmm. So the thing that he has promised Savannah is a thing that can control Rand. Right. So she's like, did you bring the thing? And he was like, why would I bring it when you don't have him? And she's like, oh, but he totally will. <laughs> <laughs> I know. She's like, but I'll get him. Don't yeah, worry. Don't worry. Will you? Like, yeah. When you have him, then I'll give you the thing. Um, and they have this whole back and forth about like, you know, the Aes Sedai. What can the Aes Sedai do? What proof do you have that you can do these things? Um, and he's like, fine, like Mycia, like show them what you can do with the call box. And this also was confusing to me, actually, because she just like makes it jump around, which like any one of them could do. Like, it doesn't prove well, anything. I think it's the implication that he is making her do it. I guess so. That's it. It's yeah. just he's right. forcing her to do it. Yeah, I guess which so. is also not true. No, it's not true at all. I wonder if this is supposed to be a parallel to Rand having the I said I serve tea. Maybe, but it's very like weak. It's it's kind of ham-handed. Yeah, it's, I don't, this whole section just feels like it's set up for the next section. Yes, which was the section I thought was more, actually, it was funny because we were like, oh, I didn't hate this. And now we're like, actually, let me There are all these things that didn't make sense. (laughs) (laughs) It's true. But you need this section. It does set up. You need the section for the next section. section. Yes, that's that's right. This bit could have been a little bit shorter. Yeah, it could have been. It it didn't feel long until we're talking about it. Yeah. In terms of the read, the read was fine. Yeah, it's just when you start to actually poke it, it doesn't quite hold water um but and then so then they're like oh well, what else can you give us like teach us how to travel like teach us this other stuff and they're like well it'll cost you and she's like that's fine (laughs) yeah like is she just paying him oh no this is so weird the relationship is not exactly clear because i'm like are you just is he just taking money from you to give you these like gifts but but he's also we know he's not gonna hold up his end of the bargain anyway like right. there's no it's way very, it's very it's a little confusing yeah. and also jordan introduces three pieces of new like tech lore yeah, in this yeah. section well we, but i think they're fake two of them are not mm. there's no such thing as a works. traveling box i don't know I don't I think the traveling box is fake based I, on I, what I, is said in an in a future section. Okay, okay. So hmm. he basically is like, I could give you all of these things if you give me the the right, right amount of money. Um and he sort of like teases them with like maybe you could get to lands that have more resources. Mm-hmm. And this is where Savannah becomes like sort of a cartoon villain is like, oh yes. tell like literally like twirling the <laughs> yeah. invisible mustache. Like, tell me more about these richer yeah. lands. Um and yeah. in her head she's like, and I'll just kill him after. <laughs> if anybody okay. has a more overblown sense of their own importance, I know like, right? I don't know it, who it is. Like she's up there. <laughs> like legit. Um has not proven literally no. anything. They have lost every battle. Yeah. Like I okay, okay, right. Savannah. Whatever you say, yeah. girl. Um <laughs> So then we switch POVs to this nameless watcher who knows what a call box is and has their own Mm -hmm. and therefore can eavesdrop on the other two. Yeah. So apparently there are only three total. Yeah. 
Because he says, or it seems uh, to be, it seems, seems to be, to only, be three. Yep. only three total. So Samael has one, Savannah has one, yeah. and this watcher person has one. Yes. And we find out, of course, the woman right. with Samael is Grendel. Right, right. Um, and they had been linked and um, they like Samael lets it drop and the watcher is like, well, he's probably pretty stupid. But That did make me laugh. <laughs> because... Funny. All right, here's a question. Yeah. Because I don't remember. Mm. Have they talked to us about the true power before, like capital T? I think true? there have been small references, but this this section is the it's, most we've gotten. It's like it's so it's much. All of a sudden, like we're getting all this information about the true power. I think it's been referenced before, but not like we have not gotten like lower downloads about it until now, is my feeling. Yeah. So here we're finding this watcher can access the capital T true power, which is different than the one power because the yeah. true power is drawn directly from the the, the dark lord. <laughs> um, I don't know why it makes me laugh. Because he's got all those great names. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> um, none of which I can remember right now, nope. but I know there's are, there are some good ones. Yeah. But so it's drawn directly from him. It can't be seen or detected unless another person is also holding the true power. Yeah. But it clearly has like a very intense price. There are these yes. like black flecks that are going mm. across this person's vision. Um, and this watcher apparently has always been willing to pay the price mm -hmm. to use the true power. So he's stalking Samael and Grendel mm -hmm. and um, <laughs> listening. And he knows all this shit. Like, he's like, oh, Samael, like, never been at home in the woods. Like, <laughs> crappy at them. walking. <laughs> Everything about it was funny, though, right? Because Samael <laughs> laughing and being like, maybe I'm Tavares. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, that's the best. Samael's such a freaking dork. I did love that, too, actually. He's, like, such a loser. Oh, <laughs> it's pretty good. We here, so here we do find out. Um, uh, Grendel is like, uh, I have some questions for you. Like, yes. I know you like were not serious about this truce, but like this kidnapping situation, he's like, I didn't do that. Although Masana definitely had a hand in it. And this reminded me that we don't know which, we know that Masana is in the White Tower, but we don't know who she is. So right. I was like kind of tempted to go back, except that I didn't because I, I don't think I'm, I just can't, I don't have the emotional fortitude to revisit those torture sequences. Oh, I but I was like, if I was willing to reread those torture sequences with Masana in mind, like, would I be able to find her? Like, is she one of the sisters who was torturing Rand? Like, I maybe. Think she's in the tower. I don't think she's in the front lines. Maybe she's in the front lines. I don't know. I, I get, we just genuinely she's, We don't. know she likes no. to torture people. So, like, it's genuinely does like possible that's true. that she was like, this is my kind of mission. Um, that's That's true. Um, the line that kind of like stuck out to me was him saying, perhaps you ought to reconsider yeah. what you think the great Lord means by leaving Althor unharmed, yes. because I think we all also were making a yeah. lot of assumptions yes. about Rand's safety. Right. <laughs> Seriously. 
seriously um and the watcher meanwhile knows all of these things about grendel and is like wow like hmm, this is interesting like she's never accepted being lesser like why would she do that like why would she listen to samael and grendel and samael are going back and forth and she's like i'm not teaching them anything like you traveling, traveling boxes? boxes like that's nonsense like this is all nonsense well, she doesn't She doesn't say nonsense yeah you will right. say you're she right. she just asks she just says traveling boxes what is your game there do they hold captives yeah and then she's like i'm not going to teach them compulsion i'm yeah. and she basically was like i'm not giving anyone the mm-hmm. tools they would they could use against me Right. And Samael's like, I was lying to them. Why would I give them anything? And he calls her Mycia again. And then she's like, I will kill you. So clearly that name <laughs> has some kind of something some significance. Um, but he says here, of course, like he's like, yeah, that whole like, why do you think I'm, like I'm lying, of course, but the mm-hmm. small increases in chaos are as important yes. as the large. Yes, yes. That Which could have is... also been a quote to open the show with. Yeah, a that's lot of true. Chaos situations here. Because and then he whom... says, "Remember who will be Nabliss," mm-hmm. and the Watcher is like, "Oh, oh. <laughs> I see now." But then the Watcher is like, "But that could change." Yeah, that could be anybody. <laughs> also, <so> you know, Samuel <laughs> could be lying. Like, um, and he's like, "Will I kill those women?" I guess not. He's clearly bad. He's he's clearly bad, but it's also like nice to see. Well, it's like nice and silly. It comes back to our whole thing about like the dark one and like why he runs his organization so poorly. (laughs) (laughs) Like my favorite. Okay, so is the Watcher like internal affairs? (laughs) (laughs) Internal affairs. (laughs) like the evil version of hr like yeah like the evil hr guy (laughs) Ah, i don't know i mean it's really interesting because clearly like we're seeing all of these like people people loose villains villains that are out of the mold of the other villains so we like we know what the forsaken are like yeah and we know what Murdral are like, but then we have like Shadar Haran, who's like a Murdral who's not like other Murdral. And then we have like, you know, Halima, Arangar, and whatever the other Gar is that we haven't seen for a minute. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we have this suddenly, we have this watcher who's Black Flex, yeah. which is like new and like outside. And he clearly is not working with the Forsaken. Right. But he knows all about them. So like, it's interesting to me because, you know, we talk a lot about how cartoonish as you said these a lot of these villains are and how incompetent they are at their villainy you're like what what how am I supposed to take you seriously yeah and this was a very like I can't take Samael seriously in this no movie. but um, I can take the but I can take the seriously. watcher seriously like that it's a hell of an ending to this yeah. section and right? so I think that's what really makes the Savannah POV payoff is that mm-hmm. like it's just Agreed. a setup for this yeah no I agree because you're right. Like these layers of cartoonishness go down from like someone like Savannah or Kuladine yeah. yeah. to the Forsaken. The real, I think, the real villains we've seen that have have acted like villains and had had us react to mm-hmm. them as if they are villains are like the White Close and the Sunshine. Yeah. Right. Because there is a seriousness mm-hmm. and like an activeness to their threat. Yeah. And the way the Forsaken are very like puppet 
right mastery to but to an absurd thing so you have it's introducing this new sort of like in between evil Mm -hmm. that is like couched in mystery but clearly more powerful or more terrifying yeah um yeah you're right it's good and because yeah. then it it ends where he sort of has this very like casual idea about killing everybody and then mm-hmm. choosing not to on a whim. Um, and when he like rips a hole in the I pattern highlighted that <laughs> to step outside the pattern. That can't be and good. is like small increases in chaos could be every bit as important as the large. I was like, well, that's not fucking good. <laughs> no. <laughs> Nothing good can come of this. <laughs> Nothing. Woo! Oh, it was like very stressful. It was. Um, it was. It was good though. Yeah, it was, it was good. It was, it was very good. good. Uh, and okay. then even better. Even better. Like this through like the next like, huh, like I don't even know. It's like the next like 10, 15 pages. No, up until Nynaeve mm-hmm. uh, is so <laughs> good. Yeah. Like legit top, I think for me, like top five excerpts mm-hmm. so far of what we've read. So we're in Ubudar, uh, and it's this like night called Swoven Night, which seems like every time they go to a new city, there's some there's sort a new of festival holiday. Totally, totally, where people just get to revel. Yes. <laughs> um, but the section. So I had been, I was like texting Jen about this while I was reading it, and I was like, "Does the prose feel different to you? Mm-hmm. Like, does just literally the act of reading feel different to you? Because it did to me." Yeah somewhat there was like a not this first paragraph which is pretty standard like reintroduction into the section or whatever but from the balanced on his toes matt listened felt very i don't know like almost like more clear cut than he has been Mm. of recent books more streamlined smoother like there was something more enjoyable in the act of reading the prose not just matt's like perspective on things Mm -hmm. but the literal words and the way Jordan chose to use them in this section. There's like, I'm like trying to figure out how to articulate it. But the only thing I can say is that it was so easy to read. Because mm. sometimes even in like POVs that I want to read, I'll be like, I don't care. <laughs> well, it's true. Because we had 6,000 descriptions of like what the buildings look like. There's yeah. bal- Did you know there's balconies? There's balconies. Right there's screened here, in balconies. It's like. Yeah. It goes straight it's into so the action. It's so smooth. It's yeah. so nice. So Matt is on this like super, super dark street. He's just been attacked. And this is the aftermath of this like second attack in a day mm-hmm. of someone trying to steal something from him. Well, um, I thought this actually made me laugh because at the end of this where he's, you know, the balance on his toes paragraph, uh, it says there's this large jute sack laying next to the oh, yeah. dead beggar. <laughs> the thing could have fit him in from head to toe. They must have been really optimistic. I'm like, dude, they're obviously like trying to kidnap you, you moron. Right. Like, just, <laughs> it's kind of funny. They're not <laughs> thinking that they're going to put whatever's in your pockets in the sack. Like you are going into that sack. It's like, you, he, Especially sir, you. when we had the like incident in the inn with the people with the giant chest. And we know what happens with giant chests. People get stuffed into them. Right? Like, Matt. It is a little cute. It it made me laugh. My my sweet summer child. (laughs) And like, Um, oh, it's so surprising. I'm like, is he really like this clueless about getting attacked twice in one night? Like, come on It's kind of funny. It is Um, funny, though. Because Matt can't be perfect, right? No, it's true. 
he's so like appealing and rakish and like yes. thoughtful and smart and funny that there has to be <laughs> a blind spot that isn't just misogyny. Yeah. <laughs> Ouch. Burn. Um, yes. Uh, <laughs> so he, yeah. So we, he's like, okay, well, I guess I should get going, you know, and the dice are still rolling. Well, so he has this happen though. And then fireworks go off. Oh yeah. Right. Cause I really liked this, um, this paragraph actually because he's been so like obvious we we talked about it last time the illuminators mm-hmm. extremely heavy-handed with the like the <laughs> illuminators that are so important but <laughs> it's sort of this like lovely moment of like he sees this like flower bloom go off and it's a the illuminators night flower is not as spectacular as they would have been in you know a moonless clouds cloudy sky yet still they took his breath he could watch fireworks till he fell over from hunger and there's like a romanticism there that i think Mm. we've been missing a little bit Mm -hmm. um that i was like oh right like that maybe that's what it is i feel like there's a romanticism in this Mm. section and the way he has matt think about things and talk about things Mm -hmm. that is like a very absent very very absent through most of the book Mm -hmm. um where we get these hints of like sweetness and whimsy and like Mm -hmm. you know that we don't often get in such a quiet way like it's a quiet way to do it versus like a kind of a over-the-top exclamation point reaction which is what we usually get yes that's true that's true I like that yeah it was nice um but then we do get a like where he's like I really wish I knew who the illuminator was who would Mm -hmm. be selling these things because they would would sell more than that so a reference to his like whatever this plan is he has he's gonna invent the canon i'm like 100 percent committed to this theory <laughs> that he's inventing cannons uh right so the dice are still rolling he's back at the wandering woman which is his inn of residence um there's dancing happening again, he's like learning sorry. the steps it's very sweet i keep coming back to this right it's it's Usually, I feel like this dance sequence would be him literally like picking out a pretty girl, mm-hmm. which does happen. Yeah. But the way it's it's this line, right, where he copied a step and then it's he marked out two of the merchants for the way they moved one slender and one not yet both with a light grace and several local women. Like it's very sweet the mm-hmm. way he's like envisioning all of this. Mm hmm. I just really liked it. Yeah, it's lo- it was I'm a very nice a break from the rest of the book. <laughs> Quite <laughs> frankly. Uh, so, yes. So he's like, oh, Kara, you know, maybe she will. He's like, he wants some food. He has some questions for her. Um, and she's usually, you know, very. Uh, yeah, we've seen her be extremely flirtatious. Extremely intimate. Um, but she's mad at him right now. Uh, and she's like answering the questions very sulkily. There's this funny line: "Why my lord wants gilded fish when he has a <laughs> gilded woman waiting in his." It was room. pretty good. <laughs> I'm there's sure like, I couldn't say. Yeah, I'm sure I could. There's like shades of the I can never remember Narum, who's like my lord's oh, yeah, yeah, cloak yeah. has blood yes. on it. Like, it's very, very much so. It's very that there was talk about um how Robert Jordan really just wanted to be writing a comedy of manners in the Discord, <laughs> and this yes, this just lends it self to that a hundred percent um but the dice are even more drummy mm-hmm. at this point because um, Matt's like who the hell could be in my room essentially right and he's like probably some
somebody trying to kill me since people keep trying to kill me, which you're like, yes, correct. <laughs> yeah. He's like, is um, it, could it be the dark friend? But nobody yeah. would call her gilded, which I was like, damn, burn. Yes. Um, <laughs> and so he's like thinking, he's like, whole, he's like thinking about using his dagger. And mm-hmm. then he takes his hand away because he thinks of Highland, right? Presumably. Who? Who is this supposed to be? A tall woman falling with the hilt of a knife. Oh, no. He's thinking of the girl. I misread that entirely. Oh, I thought it was the Isle woman. It is. Who he was, N- yeah. Yeah. Mel- it's Melis. Melane? Mel- no, that's Mel- one of the wise Mel- ones. Mel- it's a Melis something. I want to say Melisande, but that's I know, like, that's wrong. It's not her. It's not that. <laughs> anyway, it doesn't matter. That's who he's thinking. It doesn't about. matter. He's still that's scarred from that, which is fair. Because he doesn't want to kill another woman. If he doesn't have to. Uh, so, yes. And it's Brigitte. <laughs> it's Brigitte. And I love it. So she's, great. like, sitting there with her, like, she's, like, determined. She's holding his bow, just, like, <laughs> hanging out with it. And then he starts to be, like, if this is about all of <laughs> But then there's this lovely line and suddenly a twist of memory unfolded a mist thinned over one day, one hour in his life. And then we go back to mm-hmm. the end of the great hunt. Sure. I Sounds believe. Right. Seems, seems correct. It's when um, he blows the horn. It's the big, big battle in Falmouth. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and he remembers seeing like Hawkwing and all of these other heroes, including her and my note that oh. I wrote in my coma was like, because Elaine and like keeps telling Brigitte, like he doesn't remember, he doesn't remember, he doesn't remember. I know, but oh, everything about this was so good. Okay. Like this is again, all of this like romanticism is like seeping into the prose, and yeah. it's wonderful mm-hmm. because he says like, uh, as after he has that epiphany, that moment of yes. realization, as he pushed the door shut, trying to lean against it, he felt dizzy, dazed. You or she, Brigitte, for true, burn my bones to ash. It's impossible. Yeah. And I was like, what a good line. It's good. It's good. It's good. She's like, yeah, I was afraid you were going to remember that. Um, and and they have he's like mad about Elaine and Nynaeve keeping it from him. And this was confusing, actually, because she's like, well, you haven't told them that you've blew the horn. And I'm like, but wait. No, they know that. They do know that. So then Which why is she? I don't know why. I'm so confused about that because Elaine and Brigitte literally talked about how Matt doesn't remember, which I has to be a reference to the horn. It. I wonder like if she's, I don't know, like, oh, I don't know. Cause it's every interaction. This is another part of that, like, sort of like wily prose he's using is that every, everything they're saying, every piece of dialogue between the two of them, I feel like has layers to it. Mm-hmm. This one in particular doesn't feel as seated as maybe some of the other stuff because maybe yeah. she's maybe we're supposed to think she's using it to try to get him to talk um, because she knows he has other secrets because of the way he says. Like, this doesn't sound necessarily like. As Matt, as we know him to be right where he's like, I, I weary of secrets, Bridgie, mm-hmm. like they have, they harbor secrets as grain, whatever. Mm-hmm. They become eyes to eye, eyes and hearts, even Nynaeve is twice the stranger now. There's like, which will, she'll get to in the way that when she says later, like, what are you speaking? How are you speaking? Mm-hmm. And he has this realization that right, he has not right, been right. sounding as he normally would. 
So I wonder if we're supposed to, I'm doing a lot of work. Yeah. I just think it's like a, I just think it's a mistake. I think it's just like a continuity error, honestly, because it doesn't connect to anything else that they're talking about. It comes up again though in like a few pages when she's telling them because they know. Yeah. Right. So just like, but I, anyway, none of it makes sense to me. Like no, if Brigitte doesn't. thinks they don't know, how would she and Elaine be like talking about whether or not Matt remembers That's what I mean. It's like, and I like, don't know that it But then why would she, but it doesn't, it just doesn't thread at all to me. Well, anyway, the only okay, thing I can think is that she's trying to use it to get more secrets out of him. But Matt because... knows that they know. So it doesn't work. Well, that I don't. I don't like know. it doesn't I don't sense. know all right anyway know. let's move on let's move on um but so um, she says the smallest I do love this secrets. section I just was confused by that one so she she basically is like I'm pretty sure you have more secrets and he's like what yeah. secrets do I have yeah. they know they know they know everything me from mm-hmm. everything about me from my toenails and dreams um and she just starts like he's like come on like make them come with me yeah. and she starts laughing at him yeah where she's like you think i can make them do shit <laughs> that's really good <laughs> but then this is where it's where she says like and as for secrets what language do we speak horn sounder mm-hmm. um and i loved this because he's he he repeats her question back in whatever language it is and then does the literal translation of it mm-hmm. speak we what language sounder of the horn mm-hmm and he tries to like lie about it. He's like, no, the old the blood. The old blood. It's run strong in Manetherin. She's like, nope. <laughs> She's laughing hysterically. She's like, you're full of shit. <laughs> sometimes you sound like a high prince. Sometimes yeah. you sound like a lord of Manetherin. Like, no. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but then and she then he goes him... back to like Matt, Matt in right, the next line. Right. But she does. She tells him, like, I'll keep your secret, though, as long as you keep mine. Mm-hmm. Um, I do love this is like the bromance I didn't know I wanted. Yes. The two yes. of them together are perfect. Perfect. Because he's like, man, I need it. Like, she's like, I want to, like, stare at some dudes. Yeah. And it's not fair. Yeah. <laughs> he nods. Yeah. He's like, yeah, I get it. Yeah. And then he's like, man, I really need a drink. And he's like, man, she's going to be mad I said that. And she's like, actually, that sounds amazing. Let's do that. Let's do it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So he's like, great. Like, I'm going to go get drunk with Brigitte from, like, the <laughs> legends. Like, why not? I love it. Um, And then we get to Nynaeve. Yeah. That did not love. I not just. Love. No. Why can't. Why? why why like why why that's the question <laughs> the question um is why. so it's like all of them minus Brigitte like including Tom and Julian are are hanging out in this room because they have declined to go party uh with Tylen though I liked this little parallel of Nynaeve being like only a fool would pass up a chance to dance and I was like maybe you and Matt should have a conversation about how fun <laughs> dancing is find some common ground seriously <laughs> um i did like this bit about her weather sense and how she's like Mm -hmm. learning to interpret yeah that was good you know she um she thinks she's finally like figured out but the times where she listens to the wind and like she's thinks she's hearing a storm but there's no rain like it's a different kind of storm and right now she feels like a storm is coming. So she knows like something big is going to happen. Um, it feels a little bit like Matt's dice. 
not gonna lie yeah like, no I think right? you're right I think it's they're certainly like parallel instincts in certain ways not obviously mm, not all of exact, them exact yeah but um and so yeah they're just sitting around this room like driving each other a little bit batty you know Avanda's reading on the floor Nynaeve is like stressing about land and this and that and the other thing but then um, she thinks about the uh letter that yes Matt the sent. letter from Matt um the section though she highlights is there's nothing here but heat and flies and we can find plenty of those yeah. in Camelin, like, which i thought was weird right like what is that and then she asks julian are you sure you didn't tell him anything i'm like tell him anything about what about like Camelin? why is that line yeah like why is there's so why many other the like thing? he's talking about like dark friends the jjim Carradines, and this and that and the other thing and like the line she's that we're highlighting is that one i don't get it i don't get yeah it. it was a little weird um and they're like well you didn't tell us anything so right, how could so we have told him anything could we have told him is it um, just because he referenced the heat like does she think that he knows about the bowl um, maybe oh, i don't know it's don't it's know. a little bit of a weak thing um there's a lot of I think oh yeah and then Elaine is acting drunk even though yeah she's Elaine's actually... acting which I was like what's happening and I then... was so confused it does Extremely eventually pay confused. off but I was just like what is happening yeah it was very confusing um, yeah because she like comes out and then she shows them that they can do like completely change their appearances and Nynaeve is like what are you doing yeah yeah it's very strange. Uh, but Avienda, in the meantime, is like, I don't understand why everybody's not killing J.H.M. Carradine. Mm -hmm. Like, if we know he's a dark friend, like, why are we not killing him? Um, and Tom gets to be, like, dad figure of, like, well, well he has to you be, can't like, court just... intrigue guy. Yeah, yeah, you can't kill everything. Well, he um, says, like, Tyler, he gives us the explanation that I think also, Jor this is Jordan being like, just right. so you know, reader, right. this right. is why. Yeah. Um, because Tylen is weak if she accuses Carradine. I did like the, like, by definition, a white cloak inquisitor cannot be a dark mm -hmm. friend, mm -hmm. which feels very, like, real worldy. Yes. Um, For the, like, the parallels to, to what we can see from the white cloaks to the real world mm -hmm. feels very accurate. Uh, and so basically it would have the white cloaks descend on Ibu Dar and make her a figurehead more so than the queen right. she is now. Right. And then, you know, Avienda makes us remark about her being a coward. And Tom is like, you've never faced something you couldn't fight. Like, maybe don't judge. Um, that's the part that I thought was parental. And then and then Elaine does the disguise thingy and is like, you know, right. weaving like weaves on everybody and you know she makes Nynaeve like a topless sea folk woman and Nynaeve is like losing her mind uh it's all very it's ridiculous. very weird and for a second I was like is someone controlling her I but know then... it was so strange it was so strange but the payoff is good because I laughed yeah. really hard yeah when yeah Nynaeve goes are you drunk <laughs> and then <laughs> Elaine goes no, I'm not. Like she's I, like what in is my happening? head. In my head, it's no, I am not. Oh, because yeah. her chin rises and her yeah, voice and she gets like very like, and then Brigitte walks Brigitte right into the, the door. <laughs> she's like, "Sup, bros? What's up? Party?" 
I love everything about it. I was like, this yep. is fucking hilarious. So she goes into her room and like dumps a pitcher of water over herself and comes back out and is like, man, Matt can drink. Yeah, I love that. That young man has a hollow leg and a hole in the bottom of his foot. He even outdrank Beslin. And I was beginning to think that wine was water to that lad. And then he's like, why, why were you with Beslin? and elaine is like matt will corrupt tylan's son and Bergid is like uh there's no corrupting that kid (laughs) he's already there it's already done (laughs) don't worry he's fine (laughs) so they send tom and julian out because Mm -hmm. they want to talk to Bergid about what's going on yep um and, and we get a El- little bit about how like this isn't supposed to be how a bond works. Yeah, we Elaine is chewing out Brigitte for making her feel drunk. And she's like, I didn't know that that would happen. Um, yeah. So and he- here's our line. If we could stay with what is important, Nynaeve <laughs> said, such as Matt. <laughs> Which I do want to talk a little bit about like, and we, we can get to it in a minute because there will be more of it. But just the Nynaeve and Elaine's like, strength of reaction to matt is super weird no i, think. I agree it's like been, it's so weird again like so overplayed like there was this one moment of tension like 16 chapters ago right? and we're supposed to believe this is still driving it's, it's their just, behavior and some of the things they think about him i'm like yeah. i don't even know why you think right. that right like and that's not just a, like we get to see his perspective versus their perspective it's literally no, no. i'm like you have not given it's us not a in reason. the text yeah right mm-hmm. um so she basically, they basically had sent Brigitte there to tell him what's going on and to like make him, or I, either to it's tell him what's terrific. going on or to just promise to come in the morning, right? Yeah, yeah. She, they wanted to talk to him in the next morning because they want that, as we saw with that weird Avienda perspective when they went to visit the sea folk, mm-hmm. like Avienda was like, why don't we bring Matt with right. us? I bet he'll find the bull. So this is them like trying to bring him back into the fold and like help with the search. Um, and so, yes, it's they, but basically Brigitte was just sent to be like, come talk to us in the morning. <laughs> and Brigitte's like, he might come. He might. And then he's like, the fuck does that mean? What do you mean he might come? Yeah. Um, and she says like, if he expects us to come to him on our hands and knees, and Brigitte's like, don't worry, I talked him out of that one. <laughs> but However. he does want an apology and a thank you. Right. <laughs> Which this is where I'm like, why is her reaction so fucking strong? That she's like apologize i'd rather die yeah the whole situation is weird in the first place because the fact that they did like i remember us talking about this at the time that like because brigitte is like well he rescued you from the stone of tear with julian and nobody else like i wouldn't have done that for almost anybody like you Mm -hmm. owe him a lot of things and i remember in that moment you know in the other book too they react really dismissively and weirdly to him and it's just like i i just don't think it's actually quite in character and then we get avienda being like oh and well no first first they're like oh well we had already taken care of the black aja and we were pretty sure like you know that uh the forsaken was out of the way and brigitte is like there were black aja and a forsaken forsaken? like on top of you were being held prisoner in the snow tier like this is even worse than i thought she was like you should be on your knees you should be on your knees and avianda's like oh yeah you definitely have a debt of honor to him now and elaine because they're doing this whole like sister wife in training situation is like i guess Mm. i have to take that seriously 
Yeah, she like takes it seriously from Avienda, and but Nynaeve is like, Matt Kelton is a thorn in the foot to everybody he meets. And I'm like, he hasn't done anything. No, I, I guess we're maybe there's a part of this where we're supposed to believe that like she's still stuck in that like wisdom of the village. He's the mischief maker who's like always but causing just... trouble. But they've come so far since then. Yeah. And the fact that their relationship is this oppositional for no reason is I mean, or for like quote-unquote reasons that don't feel like they hold enough weight is yeah but I mean everything with Nynaeve they he's he talk about cartoonish the way he writes her it's like not even that any of the actual like thoughts she's having or things she's doing would be out of character if presented a different way but the way he writes it is so ridiculous over just it's just it's truly absurd it's truly like, absurd they're yeah. just like oh yeah we can do this and Nynaeve is like I will not apologize are you listening to me I won't apologize and you're like yes. are you five years old yeah it's just like so... what is your problem yeah it's not good uh so let's see oh and then chapter 22 we're in Elaine's head about this she mm-hmm. and Nynaeve are going to see Matt this whole section I think it was supposed to be funny but I don't think it was that funny. Well, it's like a lot of the same of Nynaeve being like, I'm not going to apologize. And Elaine being like, this is oh, annoying. I don't even just do mean it. just this Matt situation. I mean, this whole section with them. Oh, yes. Extremely annoying. I was annoying. like, this is tiresome. It's extremely annoying. Okay. Um, so they like yeah. get to the the inn where mm-hmm. Matt is staying. Um. Nynaeve again and again and again is like I'm not gonna apologize uh like far too many times they ask it they they end up asking Kyra or Kara oh wait before that though I thought this what? was potentially important they sent Avienda and Brigitte oh yeah yeah, yeah 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 to try to find out about Keradin right so you know I'm sure mark. that will be important that will probably become <laughs> important at some point okay so then yes they go into the inn they end up asking Kara for uh Kyra however you want to say it for um directions to directions and she's like even madder now because first it was Brigitte and now it's the two of them Mm -hmm. and Um, and there's this like Nynaeve says this thing as they're walking away about Matt where she's like you mark me he tried to push his attentions on that young woman Mm -hmm. that's the sort of man you want me to apologize to and I'm like again First of all, that can't be a result of Two Rivers because Matt could barely speak to women when they left Two Rivers. <laughs> he, like, we know that to be true. So mm. obviously he was not doing that because he wasn't good at talking to girls. Right. So where are you getting this assumption, Nynaeve? Like, yeah. what is this, like, shitty well, version of Matt? Well, they have seen... They, I mean, he has been a carouser. He's flirty. Yeah. And, and Nynaeve just... is, like, as a lot of the way Jordan writes his female characters extremely uptight about Ugh, sexuality annoying I agree with I, you. I think also I'm irritated knowing what's like yes yeah so Elaine's trying to like be like it's not that hard right we it's can do totally it. we agreed to a thing that's totally possible it's gonna be fine um, um, and they wake Matt up. This did make me laugh. <laughs> Matt's like in his clothes on the cover with like a wet <laughs> cloth over his eyes. There's like a boot on the washstand. Yeah. Like he is just like out or they think he's out and his mm-hmm. like fox head medallion is outside of his shirt. And mm-hmm. Elaine straight up like is like, maybe I can take it off. <laughs> 
I I did love this glimpse of like Terangriel, like science Elaine that mm-hmm. we get for a second. I miss yes. I miss that Elaine. Um, and so yeah, so then, but then Matt is like, you know, leave me alone. I don't want anything. He thinks it's Naram, uh, which is kind of funny. And nine, and then Elaine uh, and Nynaeve are like, it is not Naram. <laughs> There's this like great, the visuals in this section are excellent. Yeah. He like lifts his like cloth a little bit and is like squinting at them. Yeah. He's like hungover as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, it's the middle of the night. Why are you here? They're oh, like, it's, it's the middle of the morning, sir. Daytime. Do you not remember talking to Brigitte? Um, and then Elaine launches into the like, I would thank you from my heart for rescuing us. Nynaeve has to say thank you too. And of course, Matt's like, oh, that, that was no big deal. Not a big deal. <laughs> it's it's funny because like this I actually didn't hate in no. terms of the way they interact, because I know seeing this from Matt's perspective, he would also willfully misunderstand yes. the things that they were saying. Yes. So I can see him being like, oh, they're probably making fun of me right. by saying this. Right. So I'm going to say this. Yeah. Yes, totally. Uh, and then, and so it's Elaine, also- of course, is having a bad reaction because she's like, <laughs> go ahead. The, like, no, no, I agree with you. Cause like Elaine has this like bad reaction. Yeah. It, almost makes Nynaeve's over-the-top anger at Matt worth it to get to this, like, Nynaeve ended her speculation by lunging for him, fingers clawed, (laughs) made me laugh so hard. I don't think it makes sense for her to be as angry as she is, but it almost made it worth it because that (laughs) was so funny. In the meantime, Matt's not even looking at them. Like, he's got his head in his hands, like he's, you know... (laughs) <laughs> feeling miserable and hungover and then elaine is like okay but there's more and they go into this whole like we will not be little or demean you we will acknowledge your concerns we won't mm-hmm. leave the house without telling you we'll listen to your advice if you decide we need protection we'll accept it blah 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 mm-hmm. um this whole and then she swears by the lion throne of andor and he's, I, his reaction again, perfect. Cause he's like, what the fuck is happening? Like, yeah, he doesn't know what's going on. on. He's like, you sound like you want to die when you say that to me. <laughs> but I guess you can just, you can call me Matt. Right. You don't have to call me Master Coffin the whole time. <laughs> like, and then he's and- like, well, what about you, Nynaeve? She said we a lot. <laughs> Nynaeve. This is where I'm like Robert Jordan, comedy gold. Yeah. Cause I won't shout at you, Nynaeve shouted. <laughs> again it's her she is absurd in these moments but that was funny that was very this is where i'm like i feel like he was doing it so he could get to this point for comedic effect and it is very very funny but he's sacrificed he does yes sacrificing character beats unfortunately but it it did make me laugh really hard yes it was good (laughs) um and Elaine is like, in the meantime, thinking of all the things she had not promised to do. Like, she's like, well, I didn't promise to do this, this or this. So actually, there's like a lot of things that I can do. And she can hear him sort of mumbling about the dice. Mm-hmm. Um, though she obviously doesn't know what that means. Uh, and then <laughs> Matt, we know what's going on, right? Yes. Where he's like, not only is he hungover, but he's like terrified of whatever these dice might mean. Mm-hmm. And so he's like, basically like, okay, thanks. So... Brigitte said you wanted me to find something. Yeah. What's up? Yep. Yep. <laughs> and he's like, you're not going to find it. 
Right. You can come with us and we'll find it. <laughs> and then they're arguing about what they did and did not promise. Um, mm-hmm. And Elaine is like, oh, shit, this is going to be harder than I thought. Uh, and so they tell him about the bowl of the winds and that it's in the Rahad. And he's like, okay, yeah, we're definitely like five bodyguards each, you but know, not, like, but you're what not I like going. about it though, it's not just that, right? He's like excited. Yeah. Like, it's not like, oh God, we have to give you all these bodyguards and this is how we're going to do it safely. It's he's like, now that would be a thing to find. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then he's like, right, you're right. but if we're going to do it, this yes. is how we're going to do it. Yes. Yeah, and then and then he's also like, also we have to we can't forget about Carradine and his dark friends. Mm-hmm. And they're like, okay, well we can't do like five bodyguards each. That's not going to work out. Like that um, doesn't make sense. So they're negotiating back and forth a little bit, uh, and um, and they come back to Brigitte, and he's like, did she tell you anything else? And and she's like, no, no. Like, what no, would she what? have told us? Um, <laughs> and, and that's, like, that's when, yeah. And that's when Nynaeve is like, also, you have to move into the palace. Mm-hmm. And. Um, ooh, because he says, I loved this, right? I love mm-hmm. that we, I actually really love that we don't get this from Matt's perspective yeah. and we get it from Elaine's perspective. Yeah. Because it feels more impactful. Yeah. Because he's been, every time we're in Matt's POV for the last several POVs, the dice have been rolling. And yes. he's been stressed about the dice have been rolling. And so she says, you have to like do this. This is why it makes sense. And Matt starts to say, this inn is fine. Mm-hmm. And then he stops. A wandering, a wondering expression spreading over his face. A horrified expression, Elaine would have said. And mm-hmm. then we know that the dice have probably stopped rolling. But because we're not in his perspective, we don't get to know what he thinks that means and what the reaction is. We just have the, it's just really, it's like a hook. It's like a really wonderful hook. Yeah. So we, so, and then, you know, Elaine and Nynaeve continue to explain to him why it's important that he move into the palace. And Matt is like barely listening and he Mm -hmm. mumbles, why did they bloody well have to stop now? So we know immediately. Yep um what that is and oh this makes me like even more uncomfortable for the future matt plot line like the dice stopping in relationship to moving into the palace i know i have some feelings about it (gasps) we we will get to next time i think um because so they are like well i don't know why you're this is such a big deal uh and then in her head she has some gross thoughts about how he treats women well um but wait, we have to rewind for a second. One of the uncomfortable Tylen picked out the room's format just down from her own. Oh, yes, so there's yes, like yes, extra yes. leaning into that. Um, um, and yes, and then Elaine has these thoughts about that. Um, and Matt is like laughing hysterically. Well, because she says we all must make sacrifices. Mm-hmm. And he sort of is like, yeah, that hysterical laughter um and he looks outraged they they like don't understand this reaction obviously Mm -hmm. he looks just furious and he says sacrifices if i asked you to make the same you'd box every ear inside and pull the roof down on my head Mm -hmm. um because he i think has an understanding of what's coming yeah and like it even if nothing else happened tylen basically sexually harassed him the last time Mm -hmm. he was in her presence so he's trying to stay out of her way yeah and so he's saying like if i asked you to move in down the hall from somebody who was doing this to you like you would never you would not want to do it but they They don't don't know know. that yeah yeah i don't 
I mean, <laughs> the 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 creator is at fault for all of this. Yes, obviously. Narratively, yes, the pattern is pushing him into this, and yes. that's it's that lack of control. Yeah, that is really eating Ooh, at him. Yeah, um, which I think is an interesting thing that I wouldn't have necessarily like articulated mm. because I was so mad about the other stuff mm-hmm, mm-hmm, but that's mm-hmm. a thread I sort of want to follow yeah that's fair revisiting yeah um so oh and this is like so like this is where you get the Matt where I'm like why can't yeah. you remember this version of Matt right yeah. where Elaine sort of offers like I'm sure Nynaeve could heal you if you if your head is hurting and he sort of is like no I'm fine I don't need eyes to die and then the <laughs> Um, and then just to confuse matters, she was sure he had it in a hesitant voice. I thank you for asking, though, almost <laughs> as if he meant it. He did mean it. Of course, he meant it. Oh, I know. So yeah. Uh, Ugh. Ugh. And then this whole I hated everything about this next section. Yeah. I thought it was like so weird. I and, like weirdly agree. done. Do we have to like go super deep into it? No, I mean, just so, kind of speed through it. Yeah, we can speed through it because I was just like, what is this? Is an, this? It felt like another way for Robert Jordan to cut women down. Yes, like that's yes. all it felt like. It was yes. weird and unnecessary and so disappointed like given assume... how good the last bits were it's gonna like play some role in the future plot, oh for sure but like i thinks i hate it um so yeah so they uh, they're leaving matt's room and the 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 innkeeper satel and then like corners them pulls them into a room berates them for posing as Aes Sedai and like and I'm really speeding through say, nothing like, she won't listen nothing. to any they like they channel at her she's like oh so you can channel your wilders like I will take you to some woman mm-hmm. who can help you and I won't and she like she drags them off and they go with well, her I think Nynaeve, the important like, thing decides, is exactly yes. the Nynaeve important decides thing to is go along with it Elaine sort of like fu- is like fuck this like we'll yeah. just go back it doesn't right. matter because they're like we're staying at the palace we are the icy yeah. die she doesn't believe us who cares right Nynaeve when she hears tell of this like circus mm-hmm. circle circus also circus um <laughs> is like starts playing along mm-hmm. and Elaine is like what is happening I don't understand. And so thanks to Nynaeve, they go along with her. Yes. Yep. So, but it again, they just, the whole, like, everybody's behaving so ridiculously and absurdly. Yeah, she's, like, pulling them out by their ears. The next section, so 23 starts in Nynaeve's perspective. Yeah. Um, And she is convinced that this is important. Right. Because she's like, oh, and a circle. Not for nothing. No, it's, it's a smart. good point that like, yeah, if there's like a circle of women who are under the radar mm-hmm. channelers, like chances are they might know about a cache of Terra Angriol. So like her logic is not bad. Again, the like actual like actions aren't always bad. It's just the way that Jordan is presenting it. Well, I actually think that it could have all been worth it if he had let it work out. Yeah. But because she has these very logical thoughts of yeah. like they if it's all these women, right, they must know something. Yeah. But then it's the way so they they go through there all these there's this stuff yes. about like they get dragged through sure the city and yeah, knows their faces like yeah. it's so stupid because Nynaeve is like this doesn't just sound like a few friends. Like this sounds like an organization. Like, yes. Yes. Um so she they get pulled to this this room this home mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. um and 
Elaine is still being weirdly like, this is not that big of a deal because God forbid women connect and agree mm-hmm. with one another. Um, and it, there's this like the interactions between these women are very weird. Yes. So which weird. they're picking up on where there's like this, there's a hierarchy involved, mm-hmm. but it's not necessarily about who's more powerful. And there's a weird set of like rules and manners that yeah. they can't quite get a handle on. The things I um, thought once we finally get to the house where the circle is and we get to see Nynaeve being smart, like she notices yes. that like the inside is much nicer than the outside. So mm-hmm. obviously they're trying to stay under the radar, but like yes. they are organized. They do have resources. Mm-hmm. And then she's noting that like the way they talk about the white tower is like really reverent. Um, yep. And there is this strange hierarchy that she doesn't understand um and they get shielded yeah and by somebody who is like particularly talented so they're strong channelers here well the the thing is uh, not only is the person not t- not talented they're not strong and in other circumstances Nynaeve was like I should be able to break through this but it right. just keeps ballooning mm-hmm. like the way the flows were working were just like ballooning out no matter how much force she put mm-hmm. against them she couldn't unweave them right um, so it's like which... talent with a capital T yeah yes yeah um, yeah and then you know they have this interaction again these women no matter what they say or what they do will not listen to them it's um, really annoying it's really... because this is this is where it moves from Nynaeve being smart and logical to yeah. Nynaeve being desperate and yes. needing her choice to be the right one. And so yeah. acting like she just keeps being like, but you must know where this cache of Terangrial uh-huh. are. You must know. You have to tell us. And you're like, mm-hmm. this is not the same person who existed two pages ago. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Like it's weird. Yeah. Yeah, so they're told, like, either you, like, do what we tell you, you become basically our novices, and, Mm -hmm. like, we'll help you, and, like, we can help you succeed no matter why you got turned away from the White Tower, or you have to leave and we'll tell everybody about you. we'll tell the White Cloaks, and we'll tell the Aes Sedai. Yeah, so extreme. And so they're like, well, fine, we're leaving, because, like, go ahead and tell the Aes Sedai. Like, they know we we are the Aes Sedai. And they don't find out anything. And... It seems like a huge waste of time. Like you said, it's yeah. definitely going to be important later. But the way it was introduced was so mm-hmm. infuriating and using it as a tool to like give us information, but still just like cut these women down yeah. and make them seem less capable yes. than we know them to be. Yeah. Made me like not even care. Yeah. No, exactly. I was just right. like, when can this chapter be over? Seriously. Um, so finally, we get to chapter 24. Um, that's the fastest we've ever talked about a chapter. I, 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 <laughs> I was like, we are yeah, not. Right. I am going to keep us moving through that. I cannot. <laughs> um, and we get the aftermath of their visit from the perspective also, of like, Rianne. Don't care about no, that no. Who's like the leader of this circle? And there's this big weird like conversation about like what if they were Aes Sedai? No, they couldn't have been Aes Sedai. Like. But these girls are going to mean that they have to be careful now and they have to take all these precautions and maybe they have to. It sounds like they're preparing for murder, honestly. Um, And somebody else has been killed. So, like, there's all of this, like, shenanigans happening. Um, yeah, there's they're like a secret order who have these yeah. we this weird reverence for Aes Sedai. Uh-huh. Um, but it, clearly they have some associations with the tower, whether yeah. they used to be there yes. or like whatever it was, because right. they knew all these things about the tower to like prove. Yeah. Um, 
to and, whatever. Yeah. And then this next POV section is just 100% about age. Yeah. And I... Which it's like shit we knew already. I know. I can't even... The only thing that I think is important about this, aside from how mad it makes me about character assassination for Naive, who's like literally crying over not having any gray hairs, that's nonsense, um, is that they, they, there's like, they get, they, they, people attempt to abduct them. They get attacked in this. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Elaine gets knocked out. She gets shot in the head with a blunt arrow. Mm -hmm. And Nynaeve also gets hit, but she retains enough uh like she doesn't get yeah consciousness thank you and is obviously really freaking mad um that she attacks these you know people with the power um in broad daylight doesn't care because she has to get them away she heals elaine and is like very relieved that elaine didn't have a cracked skull um and they're like we have to go back to the palace we have to like find you know if the circle doesn't know where the bull is or if, even if they do we'll find it with matt well no basically yeah this whole thing was just yes. the entire thing was just to come back to like oh we do have to use matt i'm like yeah. this sucked yeah it was not i mean there's something else that's gonna happen with that i just don't know what yet but like ugh, oh, painful to read through brutal really after brutal. such an excellent yeah moment to like yes. bring it down that hard like I know. bro it was it was a crash it was definitely it was a crash, crash. Uh, Whoa, okay, and then this chapter time so strange so strange but like fascinating yeah more lore more lore introduction more, yeah more more tech lore yeah um so we're back with mogedian whom we have not seen since she yeah escaped uh yes. thanks to halima from Egwene, mm -hmm. and this this chapter is the breakdown of magedian yeah <laughs> like that's what this is um yeah oh i had a question for you you have yes. your book open right yeah so in my book i think there's a missing word somewhere oh and i don't know what it is um okay. but so in this like flashback sequence in the ital in the for me it's on the third page the chat the paragraph that starts um the ledge on which she lay projected above a black mottled red lake of molten rock where flames the size of uh the size of men oh thanks danced yeah. and died and reappeared the word actually... men is not in mine at all you know what that reminds me of is a large boulder the size of a small boulder is blocking the road do you remember that tweet no <laughs> oh my gosh Okay, but that's after funny. we record, I will find it for you. It's okay, the best thanks. thing on the, it was the best thing on the internet in like 2021. I want to say that's very funny. Um, it um, may but... have been 2020. <laughs> anyway, the next Thank sentence in that paragraph, I was like, This is big Mordor vibes. Like, the sky oh, is red and yellow and blue. It was like, and actually, like do, you know what it made me, do you know what it made me think of? Actually, what <laughs> so okay, well, starting back at the beginning. So okay. because we skipped all of that because I just wanted to know what that word was that my book didn't have. Um, so Mogedian is dreaming. Yes. Um, and remembering these things that she's gone through. First, it's like um, escaping from Halima, what she, she skimmed to get to Shia Ghul, that weird mirror draw with the name mm -hmm. was there that everyone's mm -hmm. mad about because they're acting above their station. Um she at some point no longer knows it's a dream she's just experiencing mm -hmm. it and so we she goes through the maw right of the mm -hmm. thing with the teeth yep. that we've seen before but yep. they're like touching her um 
and they're getting like lower and lower and lower and lower. It was extremely mm-hmm. claustrophobic reading yes. this. Yeah, I did not love it. It's a good so horror good sequence. It. Yeah, he's so good at it. Um, but she has to like eventually. She's like on her belly, like mm-hmm. going through this thing while the mirror doll is just like walking ahead of her, and it's really scary. They're like the way he describes though, like the like sulfur and the smoke coming out of places and the sounds i thought of pollution from fern gully the tim curry <laughs> when tim curry is like singing that song amazing <laughs> like a it's but it's also mordor like it's, it's also, also mordor. mordor it's a mordor <laughs> slash fern gully situation yeah. um <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I this was interesting, actually, because I wanted to ask you about this POV choice, because, you know, we've noticed that he's been doing these like italics uh, flashback sequences a lot Mm -hmm. more lately. Um, And eventually this one does make sense in terms of as a plot device, because, you know, we find out it's a loop and it's part of this whole thing. But um so in this instance, I guess I just not a question so much as like I felt like it actually worked here. Yeah. And there was a payoff to making it a flashback that I don't yes. always feel like has been happening. Well, this was it wasn't even a flashback, right? right. Like it's yeah. it's a re-experiencing. It's, it's a re-experience. Yeah. It's a looping. We yeah. experienced the looping that she was looping. That's that right. She was looping. Um, that she was experiencing. Also, and this so... is our explanation for why she has not come back to wreak havoc on yes. Egwene and Nynaeve yes. and Elaine, because there yes. there had to be an explanation for that. We were talking mm-hmm. about that in a previous episode. It's like, what is going on with Mogadian? Um, now Turns we know. out she's getting yelled at by her boss. Yeah. <laughs> Um, she is under review. And so <laughs> she's on a pip. She's on a performance improvement. Plan. She's yeah, she's on a performance improvement. And the evil plan. pip. Oh god. Oh fuck. So she's standing uh oh, in, like in the boss's office. She's been called, she's been called to um Shiogle, and he's literally yelling at her. He is, it's all caps. How deep is your failure? The chosen are always the strongest, but you let yourself be captured. You taught those would oppose me so he's angry that she's like given away knowledge um and she's sort of like no 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 i only did a little thing it was just a little bit and i told them wrong things i, I, I may have committed wrong. some light treason, light treason. <laughs> <laughs> you're killing me <laughs> oh god <laughs> it's yeah it's uh and then there's this my hand moves sentence that I was like, Ooh. what is going on? Right? So he's like, my chosen are all, because she's basically like saying whatever she can yes. say to to save her skin. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's basically just trying to spin it however she can yes. without directly lying to him because yes. he'll know. Uh, and he says in response to that, He's like, my chosen are always the strongest. My hand moves. <laughs> Don't love that. No, do not um, love it. And it's the voice reverberating in her skull turned her bones to boiling honey and her brain to fire. The mirror had her chin in its hand, forcing her head up before her vision cleared enough to see the knife in its other hand. Oh, it's so good. Yeah. But it's like so terrifying. It's so scary. So he cuts her tongue and her ear. Yeah. And well, he takes and, he like, takes saliva and blood. Right, right. Takes basically. saliva and blood. Um, and she knows immediately what's happening because mm-hmm. she's brought other people to do this. So he puts it in this like 
wire and crystal cage. Yep. And it is it is called a core souvre. Mm-hmm. And it is a, a means of control and compulsion. It's a mind like trap. A, it's a mind which is trap. The title yeah. of the chapter. And um, so she has a huge response to this. She's like, yep. like mercy, play, you know, I will still serve you. And then um, she's back in the dreams going over and over it again. Well, until, says, until she gets woken up. Well, she begs for mercy. And yes. he says, you may serve me still mm-hmm. to her. Um, and then it's it starts again. Yeah. But then somebody wakes her up. Yep. It's Shadar Huron. Doesn't know what's going on. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's gross. Um, no, she kind of does know what's going on. It takes her a second, but she's yeah, in a cell. A she doesn't know how long she's been there. Mm-hmm. She knows that she's like occasionally given food and wash water. Yep. Um, she's also been tortured by yep. the Murdral. Yep. Uh, ew, she refers to him as my owner, Barf. Ooh. It's oh gross. So it's gross. very gross. Oh, it's really bad. Um and uh and so he is like you know come with me close your eyes and come with me we do Um, get this note that about the mind trap the closer you are to the mind trap the more painful it is to channel Mm, um right right. so you can't basically it's like complete torture to even try to touch the source and she didn't think she would survive touching it because the mind trap was so close to her Right. And that is the least of the mind traps. That's dangers. the least of the mind traps. Dangers. Not great. Yeah, it's not good. So uh, she is brought somewhere else through magic means. Mm-hmm. And she is in a room with a younger dude who we get very specific descriptions of. He's got startlingly blue, blue eyes. eyes. He has like a very like specific cut chin mm-hmm. um and he asks her if she enjoyed her time in the vacuole so that's the fourth piece of thing that we like learned new about. things then yeah it's uh they're outside of the pattern and sometimes they close up or break off or go away and nobody and, like, can get lost forever yeah and like even masana doesn't know what happens if you're in them when they happen and um, like it's outside of time yeah yep yeah, but she's only been there great. for two days. As far he's like, well, I saw you go in the night before last, but clearly yeah. time it's time relativity. It moved mm-hmm. differently in there. Um, and so and so she's still thinking about like, okay, like how do I find my way to get released? Like, you know, like she's never heard of anybody who's been released. Yeah, who's this guy? Like, what's going on? Also, he knows a lot, like you know, uh, she like is obsessed with how blue his eyes are. But she's like, I am still one of the chosen. Yes. Um, Side note, I am 100. Obvious. Okay. Mm, I'll wait till the end. I'll wait till the end to, oh, okay, to tell okay. my theory. Okay. I, like, I believe I know who this is. Okay. Um, yeah. um, so she sort of like has this, this hubris mm-hmm. yes. uh, against him where she's just like I tell me who you are do you mm-hmm. even know who you're talking to and he's like uh, yeah you're a Mogedian <laughs> big deal yep. you can call me Moradin mm-hmm. and Mogedian gasps because that means death and then she sees yes. a black fleck cross his his one eye and then the other in a straight line which is interesting because clearly the watcher mm-hmm. right Definitely but the him. way the flecks 
were talked about there felt yes. very different to me versus yeah. oh they're visible by very other from other people Terrifying. So this is like a literal physical yes change that is happening right um which right. yes makes it makes it scarier uh and so she is like oh shit this guy can touch the true power right um she also makes a note that he is a similar size to randall thor mm-hmm. uh more description clue drops yeah. And... and that the true power, she says the in the long run, the true power was far more addictive mm-hmm. than the one power. Yes. Yes. We get more lore about the true power. Mm-hmm. Um, and that like, especially and that apparently the black flecks are called the saw. Um, and like no one is strong enough to resist the true power, especially not once the saw appeared in your eyes. Yeah. Um, there's some terrible price, which we already know this guy is like more than happy to pay. Mm-hmm. Um, and but he she still thinks, yeah. I love this because she still thinks that she's above him, right? She's like, mm-hmm. you have been great, given a distinction greater than you know. Bring me some of that wine and I will tell you. Only 29 others. And then he laughs at her and he's like, oh, no, no, no. Yeah. You are misunderstanding the situation. Uh-huh. Um, she says, you still serve the great Lord, but not quite as you once did. The time for playing your own games have passed. If you had not managed to do some good by accident, you would be dead now. And she's like, I'm the chosen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, girl. And then he pulls out her mind trap. He is now the well, person. Well, she has more than one, though, right? Yes, it's true. Yes. Right? She thinks vaguely that he tucked another just like it back in. So he is controlling more than Multiple. one person, Ooh. which is terrifying. <laughs> so scary. <laughs> oh. And we find out more about the Corsura and like, you know, you can't break it um, mm-hmm. or you can break it, but then she would shattered you know she would be an automaton um and so it sounds like her soul essentially right yeah yeah uh and so and then she calls him he's like do you understand you still serve the great lord but now it will be by doing what i say Mm -hmm. and she says i understand mia kova (laughs) all right so i think this is lord luke slash isam slash wolf slayer that's who i think it is that's I didn't even think of that. Yep, I'm pretty. I'm pretty Ooh. convinced that I'm right. Don't tell I me. I think if you're I'm wrong. probably right. But I think I'm probably right. I think you're probably right. Ooh, yeah. that's good. Yeah, but too many names, sir. I know too many names. Too many names. Ugh, all right. Woo! After 26. Oh God, this is okay. So yeah, <sighs> tune out if you are don't want to get into this with us. It's not good. It's very I, bad. I don't want. I actually don't want to spend a lot of time on it. No, because... I don't want to talk about it that much either. Um, so we find out so this is Morgay's. the whole chapter is from Morgay's perspective yeah and she is in she's still in the wherever the fuck the place the fortress she was taken from Aileron's palace to the fortress of light mm-hmm. and um, uh we find out that for survival yeah she has been sleeping with Balda well okay well that's not thinking about no 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 so she she's if you read it she's been tortured by horrifically horrifically, and then is coerced into this not a real i like i consider this rape like i don't consider that she has been having sex doing it yeah when i say she's sleeping with him for survival that's it's it's coercion it's 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 not without consent like it's and i hate the the thing i hate the most about the way this is presented is that I'm trying I want to say this right. So 
Morgie's thoughts about what is happening to her are like absolutely, totally, potentially what a survivor of assault could think. Like that they mm-hmm. had gave consent, even in coerced consent, like can confuse the issue yes. for people. And so like her, her reaction to this, totally understandable. Um, wrong. Like coercion is not consent ever. Nope. And so like, you know, this is not, it's, but I hate the way Jordan is presenting it because there's this interaction between Morgays who is like in deep in trauma, deep like, in trauma, like intensely intense. Like yes. the way she's thinking is yeah. different. The way uh, yes. she's, this perspective reads yeah. drastically different. The closest could be when she was like, it's not dissimilar, I think, to the way other people saw her when she was under the influence of, um, oh, oh yeah, the cho- the Forsaken Whatever dude. the Forsaken dude. Whichever one was. that was. Whichever one that was. Yeah, I, no, I mean, his, her perspective has been getting, progr- I mean, we've talked about how she's, like, making all these choices that seem, yeah. like, nonsense for her, and we don't see her behaving the way that we have seen, but now we've got added tr- a layer of trauma on top of that, and mm-hmm. it's really extreme and intense, and there's this re- reaction with this interaction with Brienne, and again, this is totally how it is possible for somebody to treat a survivor of assault and yeah. react to them. What I hate about it is the way that Robert Jordan is presenting this as the truth that Brienne calls her a coward. Yes, and Morgaze is like, "You're right, I'm a coward," and none not. of that is true. None no. of that is true, none and I hate true. the way it's being presented as if we, the reader, are supposed to agree with this assessment. I That's hate the it. Thing is, like he literally he is thrown Morgaze's potential character in the trash yeah by making her this incredibly inauthentic example of a person yeah like right like this is it's it's considering valid all the things that we know should not be Mm. true yeah, it's really it's really rough. I, it's, I hate it's hard. It's hard to read. I, it's really um, hard to read. I so didn't. She, know. Has, I, she has yeah. this interaction with Brienne. It's it's not great. Where mm-hmm. she calls herself a coward. She agrees with Brienne, mm-hmm. and then Talonvor comes in, and um, there's he's like there's something happening. Mm-hmm. So there is an attack happening on mm-hmm. the fortress with these massive animals and birds is what master gill says and they're like what are you talking about birds (laughs) i knew immediately i was like oh for shanshan have arrived at first i thought it was the man bats whatever they're called (laughs) the batsman the the batsman um uh and then when he was like oh and the men got off of them i was like oh god damn it it's the shanshan there's anything i hate more than the white cloaks it's the shanshan um so then yeah the because Morgay's also is like is it the shadow spawn right because she's like looking out of the window and is like what is mm-hmm. going on um they're just basically like being like we don't know what this is we mm-hmm. don't know what's going on until the sunshine actually show up right and 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 they still don't know they know that the power is being used um and Morgay's is like oh it has to be I Sedai yeah and Talonvor is like, no, I think it's, 
I think it's either Shadow Spawn or it's these, he calls them the like the sham, shaman, shaman or something. Shaman he's or like, something. he's clearly heard of them. Yeah. And she, again, in this like fit of, you know, refusal <sighs> to listen to people, which we've seen again and again from various characters, including her, is like, you don't know anything. I know what I'm talking about. I'm right. And Dalinbor is like, well, whatever is happening, we can use this as we, an, we a moment. Leave. We should leave. And I'm like, yes. You go. should leave. You should go. Leave. And they refuse to go. Like the, you know, Lenny and Morgays are like, absolutely not. We might all die. Like, we don't know what's happening. We should just wait. It's Aes Sedai. I know what I'm talking about is Aes Sedai. And then, so finally, you know, the battle goes on and on. It finally ends and somebody comes knocking. Mm-hmm. And it's Ashanchen. Ugh. It like makes my literally. I have like a visceral reaction. Like it it's, makes me nauseous. Yeah, it's having bad. to read about. Like it's so hard. So it's this <sighs> tall, dark man comes in, um, and describe. There's like description of like the weird bug, like the like mm-hmm. insect, like helmets that they wear, and blah yeah. blah. And so he basically is like, "You have to come with me. Mm-hmm. You're more gays, right? Come with me." Yeah. Um, and he she he takes her to what were formerly formerly yes. the the uh Nile and then Valda's mm-hmm. office. Yeah. Which has been shifted completely. Right. Along um, the way, she sees Terraboners right. working for these strangers. Um, which I was like, oh dang, like I this just... is new information. Terrabon has fallen. Terrabon to has the Shanshan. It's rough. It's, it's really rough. I feel rough. like this is going to be really hard to talk no, about. it is. Because what Jordan has tried to do with the Sanshan is have a people who have darker complexions. Not all of them, but not yeah, all of them. Some but of them. the but yes. the ones we get described is the true. ones who get described. Yep. Who are in positions of power? Mm-hmm. Who have a trade of enslaved people mm-hmm. and who use people and who colonize mm-hmm. in some weird sort of subversion of his, I don't know. It's weird. And it's, it feels like ex- it feels irresponsible. It is. I agree. In a way that makes it like extra difficult to parse through. Mm-hmm. Cause it's so wrong. Yeah just like painfully painfully wrong um and so she ends up in this office and there's this woman there like first like somebody get like shoves her down to the Mm -hmm. ground and like basically like kiss the floor and this Mm -hmm. woman is like hey let her go man that's not how we treat the queen of andor right and then she knows because she's this we get a flash of the morgues who's like an astute politician yeah. and she's like oh they arranged that they're trying to like manipulate me mm-hmm. um and it's high lady surath who we've seen before alas uh. um and surath is like trying to like half make nice to her she's, yeah, she's a good cop yeah, like oh, here's my you like my Lopar, my giant hell beast. Mm. Like it's it's just, it's great. It's my favorite. Um, and she's <laughs> like, oh, and don't you admire all of my Marath domain? Like Pura used to be an Aes Sedai, but now she is a good, you know, little captive, and it's all really gross. Um, yeah, and, and Morgaze is like, well, shit, all that stuff we heard, I guess, was true. Yeah, that's not great. Also, she gets introduced the one moment of like, I was like, huh, a moment of levity is that like Morgase gets introduced to coffee and does not like it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's pretty funny. That was the, it's like, only- for the cap. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
Um, and then we find out that like Amathera, former panarch of Terabon, mm-hmm. is now an enslaved person. Yep. And it's and Morgaze I mean, has this like, how could anyone own a person? It feels like willfully sort of like I it's it, was... it is the level of shock and horror that you want, but it's also somehow toothless. It is. It's extremely toothless. And it's I just keep coming back to how like you're trying to subvert this thing. Yeah. By it's that whole thing where we talk about how he thinks equality between men and women means yes. that the men are oppressed by the women. Yeah, that that it's okay to take the consent away mm-hmm. because it means then that that's equality. Right. If a woman is is doing that to a man. Right. And it's like, no, it's still nope. So, so bad, so, so bad. wrong, um, so wrong. And so it felt like some kind of weird subversion there of like, look, yeah. it's it's anybody can mm-hmm. be this way, and and using it in a powerful way. And I'm like, you're not though. You're no. just it's just weird. I don't love it. It's bad. It's very bad. Um. So uh, basically, Surath is like trying to bribe her. She's like, look what can happen mm-hmm. to you. You could be, you know made a captive and a slave but if you will turn and or over to us and swear to obey like i will promise you that that will not happen to you and maria's like this is bullshit (laughs) um and but you know she she, yeah maria's like tries to talk her down but and then sarath is like well i'll speak to you again tomorrow Um, or maybe the day after if i have yeah we'll see she's dismissed and they go back, and uh, it's just Linny and Brienne. And mm-hmm. it turns out the men have gone to, like, see what they can find out. And this is when Morgaze has suicidal thoughts. Um, <sighs> she is, like, in this, looking out of this window. It's a 20-floor drop. And she's just like, I can't, I have no choices. I don't know what to do. And she still believes that she's a coward. And so she... Well, she also of... sees it well i don't yeah. want to lose this one part okay. of that she sees it also if she does this Sueth loses her most valuable asset yes yeah which right. is the one line that of thinking that i was like yeah okay thou buy like, that's that like, that's the yeah. one thing that i'm like that is a legitimate mm-hmm. reason that this character could potentially think of Right. Of like, okay, well, if she doesn't have me, yeah. she doesn't have a line to Andor. And again, this is an understandable impulse for somebody in her yes. situation. It's just the yes. way that Jordan writes it is really careless, I think, yes. in a lot of I ways. And I don't, I can't, it's very hard to read. Um, So she, under her breath, renounces the throne in Which favor of a lady. I was like, oh, dang. I I remembered that this trauma happened to her, but I didn't remember the Shanchin. I didn't remember. I just remembered that she was a victim of a, a survivor of assault. All. I remembered that part, but um, I did not remember the rest of this. So she renounces the throne, but before she can, you know, go through with um, this thought, uh, Linny like pulls her out of the window and is like, you know, understands what's happening. And yeah, and, and is like, how dare you? Yeah. And so, you know, then they yell at her, which is like totally the right thing to do. Not at all. Um, but the men come back at, with Balwer of all people to save the day. The secretary, the secret spy master the secret of the spy White master, Cloak. Who's like, fuck Avon Balda. <laughs> yes amazing <laughs> it was so good it was He's such like, a yeah, good reveal i'm gonna get you out of here 
And Talamore's so like, yeah, and it's going to work. And I can I just also say how much I hate how repetitive the way that um, I know Jordan has done Morgay's thoughts about Talonvar. It's, it's just so annoying. over and over and over it's like, and over it's, and over. This is like a either get a room or stop talking about it. It's like, not that's like, how I feel about it. There's no I'm tension. Just like, it's just like if you want them to be together, have them be together yeah. or or have it not be that. Yeah, it's really just it's like when your friend like keeps talking about a guy, but never said like never moves forward yes. or never like gives up. And you're like, I am putting a moratorium on yes, this guy's exactly. name. You are not allowed to talk about him anymore unless you make a choice. That's right. That's but right. I can't hear the same seven. I can't hear this. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> but yeah, so Morgays doesn't believe it. But you know, I again I don't want to belabor this. Like they they basically are like, you don't have a choice. We're doing this. And so they do, they get out. Yeah, this was actually really funny to me because I was expecting like yeah. tension and then I was no. like, no, it worked. It just worked. And Maurice is just perpetually like she's not believing it's like it's all happening and she's Which having is, trouble like, believing it again. Totally legit reaction. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's uh, and so she's thinking about like, well, nobody else knows that I renounced the throne, but I meant it. Yeah, um, like I am not the queen. basically. And so like now what happens to me? Which is a really hard note to like end this on, not not for nothing. But the next chapter is a parent chapter, so that's it's probably for the best. <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh God, Ooh, that was a lot. Is that that last I, chapter? In I particular. feel like emotionally drained. Yeah, because <laughs> it was it, it was exactly what you know they said in the Discord of just yeah. like you're you have these highs and then these like very low yes. lows and just swing back and forth between them this entire entire excerpt yeah Oof. so things things that we loved you know include balwer saving the day mm-hmm. um matt and Brigitte, like the mogedian section was well the, done the introduction of the watcher yes the introduction of the watcher the return Very excited about Lord that Luke, question mark uh so yeah some good stuff and then some really bad some real bad stuff real bad stuff so yeah that's where we're Ooh. at so yeah Keep an eye out for the next episode. <laughs> In every other Wednesday, it'll be. Um, we'll be talking about chapters 27 through 34. And then the episode after that, we will finish. Yeah. Two more. All Two this more. is planned. Um, you um, can follow along mostly with Preeti, like, hmm. you know, reacting in real time to what she's reading at Sorry. hashtag Tarbell in her <laughs> Lots of good stuff today. Yeah. <laughs> um, and a big thank you to Brian Dunn, fellow Wheel of Time fan and musician who created the amazing intro and outro tracks for this podcast. You can find more of his work at BrianDunnMusic.net. That's Brian with a Y and Dunn with two N's. And if you are enjoying the show, please do leave us a rating and or a review on the podcast platform of your choice. We like to read them out loud on the show. It also helps other people find it. it makes mm-hmm. us feel warm and fuzzy. It's true. Uh- <laughs> Um, you can find us other places. I am on Tumblr as Jen IRL, J-E-N-N-I-R-L. Uh, you can also listen to me on the SFF Yeah podcast over at Book Riot talking about science fiction and fantasy. Um, I am on the podcast They See Geek Girls. We just put up our preparing for season three of Picard episode where nice. we watched a few next gen ups and a DS9 up, uh, just ones that we think might inform what's what is coming for our favorite captain of the Starship Enterprise. I heard and- that you uh, just discovered Picard slash Crusher. <gasps> yes! <laughs> Crusher. Okay. 
like so thrown by this I spent like I I just I thought that that Dr. Crusher and Picard were like legitimately a thing like the entire Mm. series because when I grew up I just I just thought that like I just thought that to be true and so we watched one of the episodes where they actually almost act on it and then don't and I was like has my childhood been (laughs) a lie like legitimately i was like <laughs> this this feels like the rug was taken out from under me <laughs> i reacted very strong i just i don't it was like one of those things it was like those couples that they were just that's the yes. star trek couple right that's the next generation couple except that it's not except that it's not <laughs> what the hell um but so yeah more to come we're going to be covering picard uh, mm-hmm. as it as it starts airing and uh, you can find me on all socials at Run with Skizzers, S-K-I-Z-Z-E-R-S. I've been trying out Spoutable. Spoutable? Just, There's a yeah. new one? Oh, God. But it's but it's by the, the people who did Bot Sentinel. Um, I don't know what that is either. The, it, that's like trying to keep – it's basically like what's – helping you figure out what a bot might like who might be a bot and uh, like not taking advantage of I see things um so it's by that organization and so far it's been really nice like there's mm. a lot of book people and a lot of comic people over there mm. it's laggy and slow while they're figuring out the server stuff but in terms of like rules and community mm. I've been liking it okay. I just want to find like a I know an alternative to the hellscape that is Twitter mm-hmm. that we need to like promote books and stuff. <laughs> I know. <laughs> and get jobs. And get jobs. Ugh. <sighs> Capitalism. Mm-hmm. Uh, and on that note, <laughs> <laughs> good segue. Um, <laughs> you can find us on patreon.com slash Tarvel in our best. <laughs> a huge huge genuinely a huge thank you to our patrons we really love hearing what you guys think and and talking about stuff in the discord it's just it's a good time jonathan bruce l benjamin a the bitter fig nate m joanna s james c druidus cleodna ross j stevani joseph e johanna r Christina M, Lizzie R, Kate G, Erica, Kat, Ariel, Holly B, Elizabeth M, Ryan M, Zach H, Eleanor, Justin H, Fred, Robin, Lisa D, Ian Z, Jordan Z, Greg G, Saga N, Josh S, Robert J, Ben P, G Todd, P Footy, Ross P, Tobin T, Megan, David N, Ariel B, Amy A, Michael, Linnea M, Lindsay W, Julie, Danielle G, Dan B, John A, Clara H, Carly, Brendan O, Mary, Akil A, Caroline P, Joe E, James K, Mathis, Joseph S, Ryan M, Sarah R, Helen D, Joshua M, Michael D, M. Lethem, Janae H, Jennifer P, Christina G, Chaitali S, Charlie E, 
Arcade, Stephen S, James, Ruth A, Jetlag Jessica, Mandarb the girl, not the horse, David U, Meridim, Mimi K, Amanda, Mark D, Heather J, Christina M, Malia H, Keith, Sirius G, Olivia K, Joshua S, Nicholas E, Michelle S, Michelle D, Destination Toast, MJ, Kat S, Jericho W, Thomas K, Elizabeth F, Emily, Evans K, Ola J, Yulia S, Brian D. This episode is not the ending. There are neither beginnings nor endings to the Wheel of Time. <laughs> You're laughing like that. But it is an ending. I'm keeping that. We're keeping that. <laughs> I'm going to stop the recording. <laughs>